Hello, and welcome to this week's Shoot the Moon podcast, broadcasting live and direct from Revenue Rocket World Headquarters in Bloomington, Minnesota. As you know, Revenue Rocket is the world's premier growth strategy and M&A advisory firm to IT services companies. With me today, happy to report at my partners, Ryan Barnett and Matt Lockhart. Welcome, gentlemen. Good to be with you, Mike. I know that... Uh... As we roll into the holidays here, we're gonna, it's gonna, we're not gonna see each other as much, but let's keep rolling. Uh, absolutely, and, and Mike, again, gosh, last week there was some construction. It seems like is Revenue Rocket growing so much? If you hired an army, I mean, that, that the space is looking pretty, pretty nice. Yeah, it's coming along. They're, these guys are pros. So happy to invite our listeners to come take a look when you're in Minneapolis. Could show you around a little bit. We've been in the space for 15 years, and we figured it was time for a little refresh and expansion. And we're excited about it. Let's do a holiday toast podcast here pretty quick, and maybe we can talk a little bit about the expansion of the team. It, it's been pretty amazing. And as uh, as we know from watching so many of our clients, there is really nothing more fun than than growing your team. Absolutely. It's all good. Ryan, I think we're talking about customer data today, right? Yeah, today it's a relatively short topic, uh, but it's really important to when it comes to uh, listing a company for sale. So this is really targeted towards sellers. And uh, the topic is, I would say part of it is hygiene around your customer data and what customer data means. But ultimately, if we take a, a, a step back, uh, understanding the context of what you know about your customer and what trends they have and and knowing a little bit more about your customers is critical in presenting that to a way that a buyer can really appreciate your customer base. So Mike, can you want to start off with any high level and then we'll can start to dig into some specifics? Yeah, I think you, you know, the highest level I would tell you is if you got a, you know, talking to a buyer, they've got to get to know your customer, your customer profiles, metrics around your customer acquisition, how long they tend to work with you. There's all kinds of data. If you can think about walking them on the shoes of the buyer of what you'd like to see with the customer data. And I think getting customer data together and the hygiene around customer data as you prepare for an exit or a sale is super, super important. It seems to be always a little bigger lift than most sellers anticipate. Uh, and not something, frankly, that they spend a lot of time on uh, managing the business on a day-to-day and month-to-month, year-to-year timeline. So we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, what is good customer data hygiene and how should you think about it and maybe give you a few tips and tricks as you run your business, kind of tune that up so you can be ready for uh, a transaction someday. Yeah, and I'd like to start, actually, with uh, one big concept and to make sure your customer data, for the most part, is going to be blinded. So all the way until post-signed LOI, you're typically not going to give away a customer name. So uh, think about anonymized customers or customer numbers. Um, We like to think about customers by labeling them with an industry or aggregated related customer data by industry or size. So we're not going to get, you do not want to give away a customer list through the process until you get to the due diligence in which serious buyers will be asking about contract, contract terms and such. So think about one, just keep your customer data safe, 
and, and, and make sure that the companies that you're dealing with keep that data safe. So that's the first thing. From a buyer point of view, and you are a seller and putting things together, the there's critical information that you do want to see. And one of them is your customer data for the last three years uh, by year. So uh, you want to see customers one, two, three, four, five, and six, how they did for, let's say, 2019, 2020, 2021, and year-to-date in 2022. What you don't want to do is put together your number one customer for 2020, your number one customer for 2021, and your number of customer 2023, or 22, and they're all different. So what you're looking for is what's the cumulative total of revenue for those customers over three years? We've seen data in a great variety of ways, and uh, that's oftentimes a confusing point. So think about what customers are coming back, which ones are the the largest customers, which ones are we providing the most value for, and, and start with there. I think it's really critical to, to start with. The second component is really trying to understand your revenue by customer, by type. So if you have a certain number of revenue lines that you're looking at, let's say it could be a product offering, it's helpful to understand what you're selling and by kind of when you did that. And I, oftentimes this is a little bit harder of a task than you may think. Uh, if you're pulling data from ConnectWise, you're pulling it from your invoicing systems, or you're pulling it from somewhere else, oftentimes these uh, systems are not linked up on the actual invoice amount or the total amount uh, compared to what was actually billed. So as Mike said, there may be a little bit more of a lift to this uh, than you think. So start thinking about it early. The third thing that buyers are going to look for are customer concentration. Uh, so when when we look at a seller, you want to look at your top customers for what's your top one customer, the percentage of revenue from your top one customer, the percentage of revenue from your top five customers, essentially 10 customers and 25 customers, and then total. And uh, that helps firms determine some level of risk or may even help to understand by nailing one or two more big customers, you can really expand the customer base. So those are three things to keep in mind, your your historical revenue, your concentration, and your revenue buy type. So uh, with that, I'll turn it over to, to Matt I'd just love to hear a few ideas of, you know, why this is critical and, and what buyers may be looking for within this data set. I think that a couple of things on that and, and why it is so critical to, to buyers. Think about the concept of sustainability, right? Obviously, buyers are going to be looking at customer set and saying, okay, what's the risk of attrition within those customers? And how much is the relationship with the selling firm based upon one, two, or three key individuals? And if those individuals walk out the door, then the customers are going to walk out the door. Well, the more that you can demonstrate, you know, sort of cleanliness and thoroughness of the data that you have around your customer, the more that a buyer is going to gain in confidence that they're going to be able to sort of build 
upon that data set and use that data set as a means for reducing the, the risk uh, around attrition. And then obviously, if that can be what is tied together in the financials is mirrored in your customer relationship management system, there's an, a plus up because then you're able to say, okay, what is actionable, like truly actionable via the data that gives me not only the opportunity to retain the customer, but also then to be able to build upon and, and grow that customer and add more value. So I think that, you know, retention and sustainability is a key point that reduces that overall volatility risk for a buyer and it has a direct impact on value and valuation. So, you know, while we say, well, geez, can I, can I just give the basics, right? And, and we see that a lot. Yeah, you can, but is it the best strategy? Uh, no. And so thinking about this, this concept well ahead of time, obviously it's good business practice overall, right? But thinking about if you're not great at it, how do I get better at it well in advance of thinking about taking your firm to market? The other thing I note here is if you're, when you're compiling customer-related data, and this is good for anyone to know, is buyers are going to be looking for the amount of recurring revenue. So think your, your monthly type subscription or your annually type subscription that has some kind of service delivery associated with it and a contract associated with it. Uh, it's important to know. And your repeat revenue. So what customers are coming back. It's a subtle uh, subtlety, but the, that recurring revenue may have a different valuation than the repeat customer. Uh, but oftentimes, uh, most customers that we deal with really actually don't have a great handle on, on that recurring. So you may have a little bit of homework to do on what is truly recurring and what customers fit in that bucket. So if you're offering managed services, how much of that is actually coming back versus repeat? So keep that in mind when you're consolidating some of this data. It's it's critical for buyers to know, and the, the cleaner, better it is, uh, the faster you can launch and the and more credibility your firm has in the eyes of the buyer. You know, Ryan, you you touched on this, but I I, I want to give it a uh, also in that same context of repeat and recurring is going back to the breakdown of revenue by service line and which of those service lines have the sort of greatest impact on repeat and recurring revenue and being able to demonstrate that you know is just another value add for a buyer to be able to to sort of build upon it and sustain it. So, um, you know, great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I'd add, uh, take the same lens, but with profitability. And that helps gives buyer confidence on where accounts can be grown or or perhaps even uh, moved away. So a relatively short topic for us. Um, Mike, Matt, any closing thoughts? No, great stuff. Again, you know, while Ryan is both the interviewer, he's the expert here. So call Ryan up and, and learn more about how to make the make more value out of your data. And we help clients with this every day. 
Uh, so it, it, it's a journey that you should not do alone. So uh, come, we'd be happy to, to have you work with us. Yeah, good segue, Ryan. I mean, it's just another plug for making sure you have a competent advisor uh, who can help you on your journey of M&A. We certainly welcome the opportunity to have a conversation with you about how we can help you there. With that, we'll tie a ribbon on it for this week's Shoot the Moon podcast. We wish everyone a uh, happy and healthy holiday and a prosperous 2023. If you're not listening to our podcast prior to the new year, and hopefully you will be, so we can keep sharing uh, some of our advice and counsel uh, that's gleaned over the years of doing this. So that, make it a great week and tune in next week for more tips and tricks on how to grow your IT services business and or be ready for an M&A transaction. Take care and make it a great week.